Hello, I'm Carmen Lab Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke. For the following podcast interview, I spoke to Maggie Lee Huckabee, who is a speech therapist and more from the University of Canterbury, New Zealand, from the New Zealand Brain Research Institute based in Christchurch. She spoke at Smart Strokes on cough reflex, testing in clinical dysphagia, assessment and a current state of practice. I'm Maggie Lee Huckabee. I'm a senior lecturer in the Department of Communication Disorders at the University of Canterbury in Christchurch, New Zealand. I'm also a senior researcher at the New Zealand Brain Research Institute, which is where my swallowing rehabilitation research lab is housed. I trained as a speech-language therapist in the United States many, many years ago, and worked for about 14 years as a clinician in hospitals until I went back for my PhD quite a bit later in life. Um, So academics is my second career, and I've been working in academics for about 12 years now. And so I understand that you're going to speak on cough reflex testing at Smart Strokes. Could you give us a bit of a background of your presentation? The cough reflex test is a tool that's been used in respiratory medicine for well over 50 years. The first reports of this test were in 1952. They've used it in respiratory medicine with a lot of very high-risk Uh, pulmonary conditions um, and have had no adverse consequences from the test. It's only been very recently, within the past five or six years or so, that the test has been translated into evaluation of the patient with swallowing impairment. We know that patients with stroke, about half of stroke patients will present with swallowing impairment, about half of those will aspirate or get food into their lungs, and about half of those will have no protective cough response. And so the big clinical conundrum that faces many clinicians is when you observe a patient ingest food and fluid at bedside, you never know if the patient hasn't aspirated and therefore didn't need to cough, or if the patient aspirated but his sensory system didn't trigger a cough. And so it makes our clinical swallowing assessment quite unreliable for detecting patients who silently aspirate. Now the cough reflex test, for its use with this population, we administer nebulized citric acid, and that citric acid is breathed in by the patient. When citric acid touches the sensory receptors on the vocal bowls, it produces a very strong, robust cough in healthy individuals. And so using this test, we're able essentially to test patients for presence or absence of a cough before we feed them. And that way, if they have no cough to citric acid, we know that our observations of their eating behavior are likely to be unreliable. 
whereas if they have a very profound response to citric acid, then that tells us that when we feed the patient, we can likely trust what we're seeing because if the patient doesn't cough, then that probably means he didn't aspirate as well. So that's sort of, in a nutshell, what the purpose of cough testing is in a stroke population. That's amazing, Maggie. How would that change practice in, in areas, I guess, where this is used, this system? I think um, quite, a, quite a lot, I think, for, for a certain population. I think, you know, I said that a proportion of patients who are dysphagic and aspirate are silent aspirators. And that, that percentage of the population, we have no way of detecting at bedside. It's not too terribly surprising, I suppose, that the international rates for development of pneumonia in dysphagic stroke patients sits about 11 to 13%, depending on the reference that you look at, but somewhere around 11 to 13%. And it's highly likely that a good proportion of those patients are those who have no cough response. And so potentially application of a cough reflex test will allow us to see a substantial reduction in pneumonia rates in stroke patients, presuming that the cough reflex test is administered appropriately and clinicians follow a protocol for management uh, based on that test. That's absolutely fascinating. So um, how did you come about with it? How did they find out that the citric acid has that response on the sensory process? Uh, well, as I said, the cough test has been used in respiratory medicine for very, very many years. And uh, indeed, in looking at respiratory populations, they've identified there are many agents that will produce a cough response, citric acid, is one, tartaric acid, another, capsaicin is a derivative of pepper uh, that will produce a very pronounced cough response, uh, tobacco smoke is another, so there are many, many uh, types of acids that you could use. For our purposes, we tend to use citric acid because it's a, an interesting component in that it will, act, it will irritate both mechanoreceptors and chemoreceptors. So receptors that are irritated by things touching them as well as chemicals. And so citric acid appears to be very well uh, placed for assessing cough related to oral intake. You've been listening to a podcast interview with Maggie Lee Huckabee from the University of Canterbury and to New Zealand Brain Research Institute, Christchurch, New Zealand. This podcast is an interview collaboration between Smart Strokes and the International Journal of Stroke. The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication of the World Stroke Organization. Please consider becoming a member.